maybe it's hard to believe. Maybe you're not sure how it works yet. But I want you to know that your body is a prominent guiding tool of your intuition. On today's Own Your Intuition show, we'll talk about how knowing this, listening to your body, may also help you heal other rifts in the world too. I am but a part of this. All I am is all I give. Everything that comes to me comes as sure as I will breathe. Do you crave clarity and insight? Do you sense that your intuition is trying to tell you important things, but you have a hard time trusting it? Do you want access to your own internal wisdom and to understand how it operates so that you can guide your life in ways that are meaningful and satisfying? Well then, welcome. I'm glad you are here. I'm your host, Aimé Cartier. I've been a professional psychic since around 2007. I'm the author of the book, Getting Answers, Using Your Intuition to Discover Your Best Life. I've been teaching others to understand and use their own intuitive and empathic abilities for more than a decade. Join me each week for true stories and tools that will inspire you to take seriously your own inner knowing, that internal sense that you have uniquely tailored to you and designed to not only set you on the roads that are best for you, but also help you avoid the ones that are treacherous. It's time for you to own your intuition. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. I watch the stats of how many people listen to my show, so know that I am seeing you and your presence encourages me. That and your DMs, your texts, your emails, thank you for reaching out. Thank you for starring the Own Your Intuition show on your podcast app. I love hearing from you. When my children were little, we had this book called Mama, Is It Summer Yet? by Nikki McClure. It was a gorgeous book. Nikki is a paper cut artist, so every image was beautifully and miraculously rendered with paper and probably an exacto knife or something. The simple story of a child waiting for and eagerly anticipating summer is told by her images. Again and again, the child asks, Mama, is it summer yet? And the mother responds with all of the things in nature that will tell us when it is summer. One of them being ripe strawberries. At that time, we had a big garden and several beds of strawberries. When my children were little, we would go out into our garden in the summer for what I called garden appetizers before dinner, plucking whatever we could find for snacks off the stems of plants. Just like in the book, the strawberries were always eagerly anticipated and were hands down the most checked item in the garden. 
Every day, the kids would wander out there to see if any had made it to the deep, glistening red of a ripe strawberry. Sometimes, tiny hands ate white or mostly white with a patch of light pink berries before their time because they just couldn't wait. One year, I think it was my son's first year of primary school. On the day he finished school for the year, he got out of the car and walked to our strawberry patch. And like magic, the first strawberries had overnight ripened into perfection. I still remember the wonder in his voice when he exclaimed, Mama, it is summer and with his small hands, plucked a red and bursting berry, plopping it directly into his mouth. The appearance of the strawberries in our garden magically or cyclically aligning with the last day of school for my kids was a breathtaking moment of goodness. Possibly not even all that surprising because at the time my children went to a pretty much completely outdoor primary school. So school ended at the summer solstice and started up at the autumn equinox. So right on time, just like the book indicated, ripe strawberries showed us the changing seasons and the ever giving rhythm of nature. Recently, I heard Michael Mead in his Living Myth podcast say that there is a dichotomy right now between nature and culture. Culture, in my opinion, thinks that it is separate from nature. This is a dichotomy that I can see has not existed for most of the Earth's time. People who came before understood that they were a part of nature. They prayed with the seasons and for and with the bounty of the earth. They were in relationship with the earth and its creatures and plants all the time. They didn't have electric lights that they could have on at all times of the day or 24-hour factories or convenience stores where they could get a Slurpee at 3 a.m. or even 10 p.m., They weren't eating Slurpees because what is that crap that makes the small chunks of ice blue in a Slurpee? They were, not even that long ago in history, more beholden to the Earth's seasonal temperaments. For example, there weren't freezers in your pantry where you could preserve the bounty of summer strawberries to eat on your breakfast cereal all year long, like we did for all the years of our strawberry patch. Then you ate strawberries in summer and you were happy for it. You were awed at their arrival again the next year. I've hinted at this in other episodes, but behind the scenes of my work, in the scenes that unfold in my life, I've started an experiment. 
The experiment is of slowly aligning our lives, and by that I mean my families, myself, my children, and my husband, with the cycles and qualities of nature. It goes in fits and starts for us. My children are homeschooled, so we've aligned their schooling times with the rhythm of the moon specifically going off of the eight phases of the moon and what Ezie Spencer, PhD, details in her book, Lunar Abundance, Cultivating Joy, Peace, and Purpose Using the Phases of the Moon. It's a rhythm of do and be, active and rest. To me, it feels also like breaths in and out, or the tides, which also feel like the earth's breaths to me, in and out, all also metered by the moon and its gravitational pull. This is an idea that for me started percolating over a year ago when I got the insight that I needed to align my work with the moon. And now that is in play. I have mentioned that before, I think, on my podcast. My own Your Intuition program and alumni meet every new and full moon. And lovelies, you may drop in and circle with us at any time. You can start your 13 moons today, actually. (laughs) But in our family, we're experimenting. I have to say that with children because with kids, or at least with my kids, I never know when they might veer off wildly in another direction or when I might experience the mutiny of childhood growth that makes my thoughts about it impossible. Still, we are experimenting and that makes me happy. So this is the message that I want to say to all of us. It is not hard to begin to heal this rift in our imaginations that has us thinking that we are not a part of nature. This rift that Michael Mead was talking about that has us thinking nature is something that you have to schedule into your Saturday afternoon and get your hiking gear, your water bottle, or gas in your car to be with. Nature is as close as your hand. You are nature. Furthermore, everything you put into your body is nature. Well, I'm not totally sure about the Slurpees if you're into those. Just kidding. Because they've got to be from nature somewhere because how could they be on earth if they weren't made from elements of our planet? Still, Very sus, as my kids might say. (laughs) Whether or not you realize it, you have systems in your body right now that are designed by nature's evolution. Your digestion, your, well, your everything. In my Own Your Intuition program, we dive into the fact that your intuition the sense that you have, that each of us has, that is designed to get you information very pertinent to your life and soul's goals and progress. That is what your intuition is, your soul's compass, your sense designed to guide your life. 
your intuition speaks through your body. In fact, your very own body is one of the tools that your inner knowing uses to get you information. If you want more inspiration, you should listen to episode 29 of the Own Your Intuition show, where my student, Jen G, talks about how she used her intuition to heal chronic pain. It's a very inspiring story. And there are very specific ways that you can decipher the messages that your body is giving you, that you can understand the guidance that your inner knowing, your highest self, is giving you using your animal body to give you messages and input that is designed to help you flourish. Like, there are ways to use your body to decipher the best pathway forward for you. I use them. My children use them. They're that easy. I also want to say that this is true for you, even if you've experienced trauma in your human body. I say this because this comes up for students sometimes in my classes. They doubt their body because of the scars it has from past experiences. And I say this same thing to them. Even if you have experienced trauma, and honestly, at this point in 2024, we've all experienced trauma to varying degrees just from the last four years or so. But even so, even if your body has reactions or scars from those traumas, your body is still a prominent message-giving tool of your intuition. The sense you have designed to guide you to and on the life your soul intended. So, on Friday, February 9th, in my Own Your Intuition program, we are going to dive into our lessons on tools for understanding how your intuition is speaking to you through your body. We are going to talk about and discover what paying attention to your body and its rhythms has to do with intuition at all. We're going to spend one whole moon cycle of the 13 learning about it and practicing. This is for two reasons. Because one, getting in sync, lining our culture up with the rhythms of nature, understanding that they and we work best in concert not opposition or ignorance of this fact, is one lovely thing you can do for yourself and for the planet. Starting to unify your own melodies with the natural systems of which you are a part. And if you don't know where to start, I would suggest listening to episode 52 of the Own Your Intuition show, where I talk about what winter is good for. And two, getting in sync with the nature that is you, understanding your personal songs or rhythms 
and discovering how knowing and paying attention to these will and does ameliorate your life is also a way that you can begin to heal this rift that Michael spoke of and heighten your access to the wisdom of your soul. I would love to have you with us in the Own Your Intuition program. So wonderful. If you are ready to drop into the program and really learn and practice in community the skills that will help your intuition be finely tuned and working for you. And if you're like, nah, for one reason or another, I still encourage you to start by paying attention to what your body is telling you all the time. For example, start simple. How do you feel at certain times of the day? When is your body most alert, need rest, want to party, or recline? How can you begin to listen to the nature that is you and facilitate a softness, a compassion, an accommodating, a kindness toward the animal of your own body? I really do think this will help the world. Start with the nature that is as close as your own heartbeat. Align with it and see where that listening brings you to. Thank you for being here. This is Aimee Cartier. And you've just listened to the end of the show. So I'll put another plug in for joining us in my Own Your Intuition program. Every month, every moon cycle, you will have a whole moon cycle to dive into and practice a new set of tools. We'll circle up together on the new and full moons and practice and chat. And you can ask questions and get support and cheerleading I've had more than one student say to me after taking my class, you are the last teacher I need. And while I feel we keep learning new things our whole lives, I understand why they say that because my programs point you to the tools that help you recognize, feel, and have the experience that you've already got it all inside you can go to amecartier.com slash own your intuition to find out more. So thanks for circling with me today. I am glad you are here and I look forward to when we next meet. All my love. I am but a part of this. All I am is all I give. Everything that comes to me comes as sure as I will breathe. Maybe it's hard to believe. Maybe you're not sure how it works yet. But I want you to know that your body is a prominent guiding tool of your intuition. On today's Own Your Intuition show, we'll talk about how knowing this 
listening to your body may also help you heal other rifts in the world too.